Hey everyone, I'm Sadevion and I'm the sun. I'm Marie Antoinette and I'm the moon and you're listening to the Twitches podcast. Go Twitches, go Twitches. Hey Marie Antoinette. Hi. How are you? you? I'm good. Why are you looking at the laptop like that? I'm trying to look at the microphone. Uh, Why? That's my camera. Because I wanna, I wanna be somewhat close to it so that the audio is good. First of all, this is a state of the art microphone. Yeah, well, audio you're whispering, so if don't. You were do... down the steps, okay? Let's be okay. very clear. Okay. Um, how are you? How you been? I've been not too bad. I uh, finished off my first year of college. Woo! Woo! Ow. Uh, which doesn't feel real. <laughs> um, that's really weird. Finals, I really don't know how I made it through them. It was actually a really rough week, and I kind of just remember the time before finals and after it. I might have I might have kind of blacked out in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about first year of college. Very that. Love that. How are you doing? How are you feeling? You finished off your second year of college. I did. I feel incredible. We're back together. We are. Because we are sister. We, we stand together. I told you to sing the high part. We make yes. up. <laughs> because he's giving me the high part. You guys, I sing baritone and he's I giving me well. the what high ta- part. What, ta- what is your point? What are you talking about? I think I'm baritone slash bass and Lies. he's trying to make me <laughs> sing soprano. Lies and vicious rumors. <laughs> She's an alto, y'all. Don't let her fool you. <laughs> um, today, we're talking about... What are we talking about? Uh, we're talking about friendship, which is a very interesting topic that kind of... Why are you smiling is, like that? It's kind of a lot... I think it's a coping mechanism, because oh. friendship is kind of a lot of a topic right now, but... It is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I read this article on this website called The Every Girl, which I go off. I don't really know what that means, but I go off. It was written by um, Julia Delit. Delete by Jules. <laughs> Jules wrote the article. Yeah, because Jules is the every girl. Um, and it's the eight signs that you're outgrowing a friendship. I thought it was really interesting. Should I read this? Uh, all the eight. All? I think you should. Okay. The first sign is that they are too busy all the time. Mm-hmm. The second sign is that you don't really care to connect with them. The third sign is you crave new friendships, which I don't know about that one, but we'll go. Um, the fourth one is the only thing you have in common is the past. Mm, that's a hello. Um, the fifth one is you constantly complain about them, which whatever. Um, <laughs> why do I keep commenting? Let me just read these. Because the you're showing your colors. Your Honor. Uh, <laughs> the sixth one is you can't get past a fight. The seventh one is you don't feel supported. And the eighth one is you run out of things to talk about. How do you feel about these? Do, do you agree with all of these, that these are signs that you're outgrowing a relationship? Yeah, I do. I don't. You don't? For, with some of them. Specifically three, you crave new friendships. Okay, explain. Like, I've been perfectly fine with my friends that I have in my life, and I've still craved new friendships. Like, I don't think, it's not like I'm like, oh, I'm missing something in these friendships, so I need to, I, I want a new one. 
I think if you're craving a new friendship with regard to ending that one, then that's something. But just craving new friendships in general, I don't think that's a sign that you're growing apart. Um, I suppose not. I mean, I think that one, it, it is specific to circumstance. Because when I was in high school, not high school, oh my goodness, when I went into college, I really wanted new friendships, but that was because all of the friendships I had were outside of college, mm -hmm. and I needed people who were in my immediate space that I could rely on for support or at least have for social purposes, because it's hard to just have all of your relationships be virtual and long distance. That makes sense. Um, I feel like those are really the only situations that I've craved new friends. If it's like going to new schools and I need support in that environment because I've been in school my whole life at <laughs> this point in my life, not the oldest I can be. Um, or if I've sometimes in cases where I've lost a close friend, like I remember when I was really young in second grade, no, yeah, second grade, at the beginning of second grade, my best friend moved to Texas at the time. And then, no, not like that. Wording I was, was kind of. I was going to say something else. I was like, oh. Word, I probably should have been more specific <laughs> with wording. Uh, Where, no. like, I was no longer friends with someone for some reason. Um, my best friend moved to Texas, and that opened the doorway um, for me to build an, an even newer and stronger connection. And at that point, I was craving connection. And then when that friend, who I'm still good friends with today, um, when she ended up moving to a different school, I was like, okay, now I also need more connections. Um, because cause I was feeling a little lonely at school, but yeah. Work. I mean... Like, there have been times, like, even in high school, where I had, like, a very good, solid group. Well, not very good, but a solid group of friends. Is that on the docket for today? Absolutely. Okay. Um, and yours, too. <laughs> Stay tuned. Uh, <laughs> I had a, a solid group of friends mm -hmm. that I was comfortable with. Like, really didn't have any complaints at the time. Mm -hmm. But, like, like, for example, when freshmen came in, I'd be like, oh, my God, these freshmen are so cool. Like, I'd love to be friends with them. Like... Or if a new student came in, you know, we often, we sometimes got new majors. He said the word freshman and new student and looked directly at me. I, I don't. Well, I mean, like, like that's a good example. Hmm. What do you, what do you. Oh, I'm just trying to do a thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's doing a thing, you're right. No, like when you came in. I had good, I had friends, but I was like, oh my gosh, she's so cool. I want to be her friend. And she was, she hated all of us. That is uh, not Let me say true. my piece. You'll that have is, your time. Wait, but you'll, no. Let me can say I, my piece. Can I address you'll this have your right time. now? No, you'll have your can time. Can I address this <laughs> right now? They had false, oh they had a false misconception of me, guys. They, um, wait, that might have been a double, <laughs> I might have yeah, canceled out my words when I said, said that. They, they had a false interpretation of me. Um, I, I'm, I've always been very shy and reserved and they Same. took that as I was not like, Same. no, you're very warm with new people. And you've admitted that before. I am a very reserved person. <laughs> so sometimes it is hard. Sometimes it's hard for me to interact with other people, especially new people. I get really, really extremely anxious and it seems like. They took that as I did. She just didn't. hit me with her 30-inch braids. <laughs> she, oh, she literally just slapped oh, me across please. my face. No, I grabbed them in my hand. <laughs> <and I> just, <laughs> <laughs> literally. 
and they took that as like i was like oh like i don't want to be friends with these people but that wasn't it at all that's our experience i was just afraid i was just afraid to interact with y'all y'all were new kids and no you were a new kid (laughs) (laughs) y'all were new to me and i've had similar experiences at college i've been afraid to interact with people but the difference is the people at college have just been like oh she's she's reserved she's reserved Poor, I th- poor little thing. No, I disagree with her, y'all. I think there's a. I'm a reserved person. I think a lot of people in my life would consider me a reserved person, especially when they first meet me. But you're me, me, warm. Hold on. I think there's a difference between being closed, being reserved, and closed off, and being reserved and open. And I think you reserved and closed off, which was the disconnect. I disagree. I don't think so because when people talk to me, I'm very receptive to them. It's just really hard for me to talk to them to first. That gave me anxiety. You also know I get anxiety in big group. Okay, you guys, this sounds like I'm doing a whole thing. I promise I'm not. So Davion knows, he knows really well that I get really anxious in big groups. Whether it's a big group of people that I'm really comfortable with or not, I say when a group surpasses a certain number, I can't be around it. It would happen all the time where I was just hanging out with them, like our friend group in high school. And then they just like, the friend group in particular attracted a lot of people because they were really lively. They were really funny people just like their energy so they kind of were drawn to okay (laughs) so they were kind of drawn to it and that would overwhelm me when so many people joined the group that I would have to detach myself because too many people I don't know how, how to explain what happens to me but just too many people in one space it like my brain starts short circuiting and I immediately have to she- seek shelter this is not funny no this I'm not laughing not I'm crying uh-huh. okay continue <laughs> what you were saying about the friend group I just think I think that I'm a little more open in reserve I think you're a little more closed off in reserve which was the disconnect which is what I said before mm-hmm. um like it seemed like which I know now Obviously, we know now that this wasn't the case. But everyone, this is just our experience. This is how we thought when we weren't trying to do a thing. We like we would like say hello to Marie Antoinette in the hallway. And from her perspective, she would say she didn't see it, right? Sometimes you wouldn't see it. Oh, but sometimes us, I didn't see it. Yeah. But to us, we were like, this bitch is ignoring us. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, I wouldn't downright would ignore like She would literally give you like a side eye and then walk away. And I'm not making this up, right? A lot of people said that this is the case. So that was just, it just felt like she was like a little too cool for school. Like she didn't want to be with the crew. And we were like, okay, lady. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. I heard a lot of words brewing. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Do you feel like, back to our list. So you agree with all of these, most of them, or? Are there any ones else's that you don't agree? Uh, I said that wrong. Are there, are there any other ones you don't agree? Because I think for me, based off of what I heard, there wasn't anything that stuck out as, no, I disagree with that. So I think I'm pretty much in agreement with all of them. Yeah, I think the rest of them I'm in agreement with. Okay. For sure. Okay. Um, have you experienced any of these with past friendships that were like signs that you maybe noticed or maybe didn't notice while it was happening? Like, friends that they're obviously not friends with anymore. Or not close with. No. Um, None of these? I've only been experiencing them more recently, actually. Because friendships that I haven't had 
you guys, every time I like get into something like really serious, Sadavion starts laughing. Like he's literally about camera, to cackle if this here. Is on camera, it would be... Yeah, you'd look like a terrible person. But now I'm having to describe oh to God. them what a terrible person you are instead wow, of them seeing it for wow. themselves. You see all the extra work we have to do since wow. this is an visual podcast. But um anyways, in the past, the relationships, the friendships that I have that are no longer friendships, it was kind of an abrupt thing. Or if it did happen over a period of time, these signs, it wasn't like these signs happening and then we kind of just... Um, I can think of three specific different friendships. Um, I'll say my first friend, I talked about her before, like my best friend in second grade who ended up moving to Texas. Like the reason we didn't talk anymore is because we were in second grade and she moved to Texas. And so, you know... Not everyone had a phone back then in these days, and our parents, our parents did, <laughs> okay, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> I did, just saying. Our parents did know each other, um, but, like, we weren't close enough for our parents to be like, ugh. I mean, our parents, I don't think our parents were close enough, because, like, now with, like, my really close friend now, our parents, like, when... My friend moved, because that friend ironically ended up moving to another state too. My friend that I made after the first friend moved to Texas, she ended up moving to Texas too. They moved to the same state. Um, but our parents were like. I remember you, we talked about her in Torchy's Tacos once. Do you remember this? Sorry, this is just random. Just did we? This. You told me the story in Torchy's Tacos. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> um, but I love Torchy's Tacos, guys. It's Sorry, disgusting. not sponsored. It's disgusting. <laughs> not sponsored. I haven't been there in a while. It's definitely not sponsored, and it wouldn't be. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but anyways, we, um, our parents, we were such good friends that our parents were like, oh, no, these girls are staying in contact. Like, it's no question about it. And we've got, like, she's flown back to Colorado because she loves Colorado. She was born and raised in Colorado and she actually doesn't like Texas. Um, and I've gone to Texas and, you know, we just like visit each other frequently. Um, must be nice. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. To have the money to do so must be nice. Okay, so first of all, no one said anything about money. And second of all, you don't even nice like... To fly he doesn't even like his friends coming to visit him. Let's start with that. Oh my Let's God. start with that. Let's start with that. <laughs> Oh my Are we gonna get into that? <laughs> sure. Okay. Um, we could do a quick little segue. We have time. Sure. Okay. So, Sadavion, would you like to explain your scenario that you presented to me the other day? I'm exhausted, y'all. <laughs> okay. So, I'm from Colorado. Not Colorado, but Colorado. Okay. Okay. I'm <laughs> trying um, true, born and raised, you know what I mean? Um, He's doing a thing. And I love Colorado. I'm from Colorado, but I go to school in Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> no, you love it? You're from it? You love it? I don't know if you guys know, but I'm from Colorado. And I love Colorado. I was born here. Um, I go to school in Des Moines, Iowa. I go to Drake University. Ooh. Not name drop it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and I'm in Des Moines from August to December, from August to early December. And from January to early May. Um, and the time between those, uh, you know, summer and winter holiday break, I'm in Colorado. Um, and I have a friend, a really close friend in college, who like keeps asking to come visit me in Colorado. But in my opinion, it's unnecessary. Because like I'll see them during my Des Moines time. 
when I'm in Des Moines, I have my besties that we see each other every day. We hang out all the time. We talk all the time. And during that time, I don't get to see and hang out with my friends from Colorado. And vice versa, when I'm in Colorado, I have my friends here that I hang out with every day, get to see a lot, get to see all the time. Um, and I don't get to see and hang out with my friends from Des Moines. And I feel like it's a good balance. Like, I don't need to mix them. I feel very comfortable with it. That's my scenario. Yeah, and he's a hater. And, like, if I wanted to go, the, the reason I'm saying he's a hater is because if I wanted to go visit him at college just to say, hey, he wouldn't want that. He would detest that. Like, for what? Like, what? Like, what? To like, say, why? hey. What Call if me. it's you, more you for me? Number. What if it's more for me than it is for you? Then that ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's your problem, baby. <laughs> okay. um, I just don't see the need. Like, I really don't. Okay. Maybe if, like, I was in, like, a show you wanted to come see, I'd accept that. Not I'd accept. <laughs> Not I like have to fill out the really form, reason for visit. See, if there was a show you really wanted me to come see, I'd probably come. Okay. <laughs> Dirty. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Any whore. Yeah. So, so moving on. It was like that, that first friend in second grade, our friendship stopped abruptly because she moved away. Um, the second friend that I can think of, that one's a little more complicated. I'll bookmark that for a second. Um, and the third one was a friend that I made in high school. Um, we were like really, really close. We were attached at the hip. And I think it was one of those friendships that was there for a good time and not a long time. I think we were exactly what each other needed because we were both thinking about leaving the school after our first year because it was just such a change in environment. It's like a predominantly white school. There's like... Ah! <laughs> Sorry. There's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of competition, ah! like internal and external, uh, and a lot of perfectionism. And it's kind of an environment that just makes you start to doubt yourself. This is killing me. What? Not you went from that environment to the exact same one. <laughs> to the exact same one. Is that what you're... Are you saying my college is the exact same one? Yeah. I don't think so. Wait. Why is my college the exact same one? Your college is predominantly white. Yeah. It's a very pre prestigious school. It is not. <laughs> I think so. Not for theater. It's the school in general. Not for theater. You're talking about just theater specifically. Yes, the okay, department sure. matters. Okay, okay sure. The sure, department sure. matters. I'm not in any other department. <laughs> All right. I don't think that my theater school is competitive at all. Like, the vibe feels very different. I cannot tell you how vastly different it feels. Like, these people feel like they're here to support me and lift me up and give me a pat on the back, and I, vice versa, want to do the same for them, for the school I'm at now. That's in my nice. last school, mm -hmm, yeah, you went from same environment to same environment. <laughs> My last school, it's not that I didn't feel supported. It's just that there was a lot going on and it really mentally got to me and it made me question myself and my abilities a lot. I did not feel the least bit confident in anything I did there. Um, and really anyone's like feedback didn't like help. Like you could really be like, oh my gosh, you are like, crazy you killed that and I like I was so in my head that I it just like went in one ear and out the other I was very 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 self-conscious I mean I still think I'm pretty self-conscious but it was like at its peak when I was in high school um but anyways my 
friend, my really good friend that I made during that freshman year, we really supported each other in that environment. And even he, he was in a different major and he ended up switching majors because his first major, he did not like it. He did not like the teachers there. And it was really like toxic for him. He was dealing with racism and just like a lot of different things. And I think the second major he switched to suited him more. But anyways, that switch is what caused us to drift apart. Because when he switched, uh, he switched to dance. When he switched majors, he found a new group of friends. And it, it takes me to get a while to get acclimated to people. And him and I, we would just eat lunch together alone. But um, this new group of friends from his new major, of course, they were like, come sit with us, come sit with us. And I sat with them a few times and they were like, they were really sweet. And I think that they were all really funny and everything. But I feel like I just didn't fit into the group. And I don't think that that's anything negative to say about them at all or myself. I just think that the vibes were just different. I just think that I didn't necessarily fit into the group, but I didn't want the fact that I didn't fit in to stop him from making friends in his major. So I kind of allowed for the natural drift to happen because it also allowed me to get closer to people in my own major. And that is how I started Eventually. hanging out. Okay. <laughs> and that is how I started hanging out with the friend group. And, um, and I gave, I don't, you know, I don't know if I never split away from this person. So Davion and I might've never been friends like as close as we are now. So I think we were both able to grow from it. Um, and then the third one, <laughs> you know, my mantra, you know what I be saying on this podcast, say their names, say their names. <laughs> I've been talking for a long time. We'll bookmark that. I promise we'll come back to that one. <laughs> Marie don't be wanting to say names, y'all. <laughs> She's so modest. Have you ever experienced these in friendship? Um, Let's see. Definitely the you don't really care to connect anymore. That one is like definitely a one, not a one, one that I've experienced in a few friendships. Mm-hmm. Um. You can't move past a fight. That's definitely one I've experienced, but in a really weird way. Mm-hmm. Um, like my friendships now, first of all, I think it's very healthy to have conflict with your friends. Okay. But even I'll... more healthy to like be able to move past it and like, you know, still be besties at the end of the day. That's really interesting. Um, just like going into that for a second, because we have a lot of conflict in our friendship or we okay or we did so at the beginning oh uh, you we, know what i want to fight right now okay we <laughs> we tend to butt heads a lot but? um yes butt heads butt a head, lot no but i thought it's but butt heads. heads we tend well, to butt heads a lot i don't know i always imagine like bulls going at it like oh, hold on but yeah but heads engage in conflict or be in strong disagreements. That sounds like <laughs> you're a butthead. <laughs> no, <laughs> that sounds so dumb. I thought it was buttheads this entire time. Okay. No, you're Sorry, a butthead. Okay. Um, but yeah, we, we're both uh, two people with very strong personalities and um, <laughs> strong opinions, I suppose. <laughs> and um, sometimes we would just be verbally going at it so <laughs> i don't know what she's talking about y'all. what did you think about that in regards to our friendship um 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are we getting real real on the podcast today? <laughs> I don't know, because I don't know what you're about to say. Um, honestly, for a while, I held a lot of resentment towards you about a lot of things. Resentment? So you can get past the fight? For a while. Okay. For a while afterwards. I mean, not like a really long time, but I think like for a few weeks after, because we've had some big ones. Mm-hmm. For a few weeks after, I'd be like, this bitch is wild. <laughs> okay. Um, but usually we did get over it. Like, usually we moved past eventually, which was great. I don't think we ever... Let me use a, nif- a different example from another friendship. There were fights I had with a certain friend that literally never got resolved and hardly ever got talked about. Mm-hmm. And that was not the case with us. Like, those in that relationship just lingered until the friendship was no more, which I think had a lot to do with the friendship being no more. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas our, that's, that's, that's not our team. That's not our MO. Okay. We will talk about it until we talk about it until we talk about it until we talk about it. I talk um, a lot. Like, I like to know. talk through. Oh, oh they know. Trust <laughs> Whoever's listening knows that. Trust I me. like to talk through things a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Do you feel like this is your current most combative friendship? You and I? Yeah. Um, current most combative. You know, you and Silvio. Okay. I feel like y'all really love to fight with me. And it's okay because. Not we really love to fight with you. I like to fight with y'all too. Not we. I feel like Sadavion has this picture in his head that I just come to conversations thinking, what can I say? I know you do. there is not enough time in the day. So now you're too booked and busy to think about me. (laughs) Wow, y'all heard that? She said, I don't have time to even think about you. There is not enough time in the day for me to sit here and plot out the different arguments I want to get into with you. I feel like sometimes Marie Antoinette and Silvio... Sylvia, you know who you are. Yeah, now they do too. (laughs) (laughs) Say their names. Um, I feel like they really like, I feel like sometimes y'all will like take something so minute and like make it a huge deal. And you know, y'all don't back down. And that's your experience. I'm a pull of that's your experience (laughs) on you. And that's your experience. Y'all don't back down and neither do I. So we just be, we just be going at it. See, I think that's Sadevian's experience. I'm sorry. I am, he always says that to me. In every situation where he says that to me, I want to clock him upside what, the head. <laughs> yeah, the, I that's your experience. I think that's something important to recognize. No, because the Especially way you say it sounds condescending. The I, way you say it sounds condescending. The that's way you why. receive it sounds condescending. <laughs> see, see. The way you receive it. You can't, you can't tell me my intention. You can't. Listen, my intention is never... Never. But some. But we fully had conversations where sometimes you said, regardless of intention, this is the way it was received. Yeah, and that's. I'm saying that's important. Mm-hmm. Like if I say something and you receive it a different way than I said it, however you received it is important. That's the most important part. Mm-hmm. However, I intended it is also important. But your experience is important. So I'm saying that is your experience. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all. I was fighting again. <laughs> no, y'all would have to catch him in the flesh the way it happens. But no, um, I think we've had a fight before a podcast once. We did. I think that Sedavion and I 
since we are different individuals and I I think we we have like key differences you know it's the whole podcast thing where opposites that have you know that also have something pulling us together because we do have a lot in common but we are opposed we we are opposed in a lot of things and i find certain things a big deal that sadevion does not and i think that that is just because of well i think for one thing i have like a high sensitivity so i like i pick up on certain things and when i say pick up on certain things i mean there are certain things that happen in a room that like no one cares about and they have probably I probably have a sour look on my face because I was affected by that. And sometimes, okay, sometimes people will ask what was wrong and I don't tell them because I don't want to get into it because it's not, it's something that I know they won't think is like a big deal. And I don't think I've ever done this with you, but this is more like, this is more like with other people. And I think it's one of the things that makes them feel like I'm hard to read, which I don't do intentionally. It's just that I don't feel, <laughs> I don't feel like explaining how, like what the thing was, because I don't think that everyone is as sensitive, like to the things that I am. So I don't feel like trying to not only explain it to them, but get them to contextualize the way that I saw it. I'm just like, that's a lot sometimes. So I'm just, I'm gonna say I'm chill, even though I'm sitting here looking. <laughs> Scared. Do you have friendship trauma? Um, I think I do. Ooh. Say their names. No. Say their names. I mean, I also think it's a little more complicated. I think in general, relationships are something that's a little hard for me. See, I really value my friendship and my family for as long as I can remember. Like people, you know, on the little things when you're in school, they'd always say, list your favorite things to do or like, a, like, what do you love most in the world? And I'd always say that it's the people around me and that still rings very, very true today. Um, so I really value my friendships. They're like one of the things that are prioritized the highest on the list of things in my life, like friends and family and my relationships. And... I think the thing that's hard for me is that I can really only do relationships that are deep, <laughs> that are like deep and intimate. And that's hard because not every relationship in your life is going to be that. There are so many surface level connections you need. And I think that that might also be a part of the thing of maybe, maybe it is harder for me to get connected with people sometimes because maybe I only have an interest in people that I could see myself really having a deep connection with or something. I don't know, but I can't do shallow relationships. They're unfulfilling to me. And I feel like, I feel like you have to put time and energy into those ones too. Not nearly as much as you do with deep relationships, but they do need some time and energy. And I feel like I just don't care to dish out time and energy to something that is, you know, it's not big. I, I don't, I don't mind how much, you know, care I need to put into the relationships that are close to me. Like I'm willing to do it. Um, but I don't know. It's a little harder for me also because I've been talking about this a lot recently, um, about, I'm kind of like an all or nothing person, which isn't like the best thing. It's not the best thing. It's not a good thing. <laughs> I kind of, I want things a certain way or like, I don't want them at all. So that's how it is with like 
you know, kind of like relationships too. Like if we're best friends, I want it to be a best friendship. I don't like the fact, I don't like the idea of this being something that like a little more casual. Like I'd rather just not have the friendship. Um, so I think that's hard for me too, because things change in life and not everything is going to be at the highest level intensity. So yeah, I think it makes it hard for me to get attached to people. And I think it also helps me to get overly attached to people. So I think that that's one of the big things that I deal with. Um, in terms of trauma, I think that when I said that I was going through these signs like right now, um, I do have a really close relationship that I feel like is exhibiting some of these. And that's like really hard for me because that could be like a big change in my life because it you know I really value these relationships and I think it would also just like really mess with me mentally because I uh I really think of them as like a permanent thing just in my life like something that will always have permanence which you know nothing is everything always changes uh but it's just also really hard for me to cope with change so seeing some of these signs showing up in one of my really valued relationships has been really, really hard for me. And it makes me want to say that I never want to get close to people again. Um, so I feel like that's part of like a little trauma there that I'm trying to like work on. Um, Cause I like understand in like theory that things come and go, but like I'm not good with things coming and going. Um, and then that third friendship that I wasn't talking about that got cut off, um, that relationship, that was an example of something meaning everything one day and then turning into nothing. So, um, basically, um, one of my really close friends, uh, we had this other friend and we were kind of like a friend group, the three of us. And he, he, this other friend in the friend group, sometimes he was just not nice to us. Um, he said that he'd experienced a lot of things in his own friendships where like his friends treated him like they didn't really value him. So that's what he said. I have a tendency to do that to other people. And he really did treat us like that sometimes. Um, excuse me. And that was kind of just, you know, I, I gave a lot in the friendship and sometimes he just did not. He just did not, which was really not the move. And I always made excuses for why I was still friends with him because I felt like he was still, at the end of the day, a really good person to talk to. Um, and I felt like when I was dealing with really serious emotional stuff, he was a really great person to turn to, which that's also an important thing for me in friendships, like being able to trust someone on such a level that I can lean on them with stuff like that. I'm not trying to like slather it on thick, but you know, just like lean on them and they can also lean on me. Like I also try to support them um, in any way I can. Um, so I felt like he was really good for that, but just like in terms of the basics for being a friend, he was not. <laughs> and uh, he, he got a girlfriend. Oh gosh, I don't know if he's ever gonna listen to this, but uh, he got a girlfriend. And this was in our sophomore year, I believe. And he just start, stopped talking to my other friend and I, um, just gradually. Like at first he'd only call us to talk about his girlfriend. And you know, it's like a new experience in your life. It's like a really exciting thing. You like really care about this person. But it just turned into only talking about her 
and then not really having anything else to talk to us about. Like he once called us and talked about a book he was reading and we were like, what? And like, mind you, this is someone that we used to, we used to stay up with until late hours of the night. We were big Roblox people. So we used to like game on Roblox. Yes. Nerds. We used to game on Roblox, on Sims. We used to have dance parties. Oh God. It was so much fun. And I personally known, gone to school with this guy since kindergarten but we like became friends um towards the end of middle school so it was really it was a really close and important friendship that kind of just slowly did not exist anymore and that is something that i think i am still bitter about which i think is bad because <laughs> i'm trying to let go of it i need to let go of it but i think it's just still like a lot of hurt there because it was something so meaningful. And like, sometimes I feel like he'll be like, oh, I miss, I miss you or something. But I feel like he doesn't have the right to miss us. Mm -hmm. And he like apologized to me, but he never apologized to my other friend who was a part of this. And I was also really upset because when he apologized to me, I explicitly told him, you need to also apologize to our other friend that was a part of this because she was also, <laughs> because she was also um, on the receiving end of this. And he never reached out to her. And that also made me really upset because he said he would. And I was like, that's okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're still on it. Um, Ashy. So you said you didn't experience any of these, but it sounds like you did. You run out of things to talk oh, about. Oh, well, I guess that's with that one. We ran out of things to talk about. Yeah. Very ashy. But that was more of a him. Valid. If it wasn't his girlfriend, I don't, yeah. <laughs> And what's his girlfriend's name again? No. Oh, <laughs> oh my bad. <laughs> wow. So you're traumatized from that? Uh, I would I would say that I'm still bitter about it. I don't think that I'm mm. necessarily traumatized. Mm. You're, you're giving beg to different energy. Well, I would just say, I didn't know I had friendship trauma until like recently when I had an experience, you know. I had an experience. But tell the people. I had an experience with someone else, mm -hmm. a new friend, someone who was a friend, I thought was a friend. Oh, it's funny. I had, a, I had an experience with them that reminded me of an old friendship that just really, really triggered me. And I was like, oh, I guess I do have friendship trauma. And then that like, that like rolled into years and years of friendship trauma. And I'm like, wow. This is wild. <laughs> Let's start at the beginning. I realized recently that when I was really young, I used to like get bullied, right? Why are you laughing? <laughs> She's laughing, Your Honor. Marisa, Marie Antoinette is laughing at me being bullied. I used to be bullied. <laughs> She's literally dying laughing. She's laughing at my trauma. Anyway, I used to be bullied, and I, I realized, like, people would bully me about my appearance, you know, my voice, everything. And then, <laughs> she's so sick. And then I realized that I could make people laugh. This sounds like a villain origin story. No, this sounds like a comedian's life story. <laughs> no, but I, it's true. I realized that like I used to say things and people used to laugh. Mm -hmm. Like I would say things in class and like the whole class would erupt into laughter. Or like I'd say something at lunch to people who were bullying me and other people would laugh. 
Okay. And I was like, Ooh. I might have had them dug into something here. <laughs> and then the more I did it, the more people wanted to be around me. Okay. But looking back, I'm realizing that people, those people were only around me because I like fulfilled something for them, which was humor. I see. And I was comfortable. I was comfortable with that. Do you think you're still comfortable with that? A little bit. Okay. Yeah. Why are you about to laugh again? No, I'm not. Stop. She's trying to laugh. She's laughing so hard. She has tears in her eyes. Okay, She's you're sick. being dramatic. You She's are. Sick. You are doing a lot. Where are the cameras? Um. In In what way do you feel like that's still kind of like a part of your present day friendships? You know, I do this thing a lot. Oh my god, I've been thinking about this so much. I do this thing a lot where if I like say something really funny, or I like do something that like I think is like cool or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll say like give me my credit you mm-hmm. know I say this a lot I'm like give me, give me my credit give me my credit um, and I was like why do I like why do I do this and it's because I'm so afraid of erasure like I'm so afraid of the idea of not doing something that fulfills other people and then they recognize it mm-hmm. and I'm no longer like valuable so if I like That's say something funny and you don't laugh or you don't acknowledge that it's funny, then uh-huh. maybe I'm not fulfilling the funny thing that used to, you know, really get me in with the gross. Um, yeah. That's so interesting. Is that why you always make it a point to label yourself as the comedic relief of the group? Well, no, because I think I just am. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Would you yeah, disagree? No. no, yeah. Would you disagree? Yeah, no. Answer the question. No, Would yeah. you disagree? That's my answer. Yeah, no, yo, yeah. <laughs> answer the question. We answer that. That is the answer. Am I the funny friend? Out of what? Groups. You and I. Uh, you and I, I think we're both funny. Who's funnier? I think we're all funny. Who's funnier? Marie Antoinette. Oh, I was about to say your last name. Who's funnier? <laughs> Who's funnier? Listen, I don't have a gauge on the comedy. Especially because I think we're both really funny people. I do too. Okay. But like someone's funnier. I disagree. I feel like so, like someone has to be more than the other at something, at everything. Okay. You are Would you a not lot. disagree? You are a lot. Would you disagree? No, because if I view like my... So, like we're both beautiful, one of us has to be prettier. No, because if I view... I think you're prettier. If I view my friendships like that... Then there would be an issue. I feel like no, I it think... would always be comparing certain things. Like it feels like one of us has to be a better actor. It's like go. No, disagree, disagree, disagree. I think it's just it's it's scope, it's worldview, outlook. Okay. <laughs> Don't talk to me like that. I think <laughs> I think everyone. I thought everyone in the friend group in high school was funny as well. That's not true. You did not think that. I did think that. There's no way you thought that. I did think that. You I felt like the three heavy friend... hitters were. Um, Say their names. Grazden. Say their names. <laughs> Say their names. Hobie. <laughs> no, you did not, bitch. No, you did not. Sorry, it's me trying to give the code names. <laughs> Yeah, Grasden and uh, uh, Hody. <laughs> you said three. Those are only two. <coughs> you were the third one? 
Huh? You were the third one? Oh, I think within the group that I wasn't that funny within that group. Because I think I was, I think I naturally took on the role of being like a really quiet person. The thing is, I really uh, enjoyed the energy in that group. So I'd kind of just absorb it. And I was good making commentary here and there, cracking a joke here and there. But I definitely did not contribute comedically to that group. I was not a heavy hitter comedically. You think I was? I, I would literally, I would literally occasionally make a comment. Like, ah! <coughs> so that's a contribution. No. The- <laughs> um. Yeah. Odie and Graston. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you so much. Please. No one tried to decode. <laughs> I know for a fact. Should I say this? <laughs> I know for a fact both of them have listened to this podcast. Have they? I know. Wait, how do you know? Hi. Don't. (laughs) Bot. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Wait, how do you Uh, know? I'll tell you later. No, I'll tell you later. (laughs) Uh, Y'all don't be knowing me and Marie. We be mouthing stuff to each other throughout the whole podcast. We be doing little signals. We have whole stories. Uh, We don't say them out loud, but we say it. Very that, very that. Um, I was gonna ask a question. I forgot. Oh no! What was my question? Help me, guys. Help me think. Help me think. I mean, help me, people. Help me think. I don't know. Was it around friends, friendship, trauma, uh, being funny one in the group? Uh, Um, Do you believe three-way friendships work? Threesomes. Um, Don't. I was in a throuple. I was in a throuple. Listen, close three-way French. Oh, because you guys, I grew up on Disney Channel. I grew up on Disney Channel, right? So Eddie Raven and Chelsea, I believe in it, right? <laughs> sick and tired. I'm sick and tired. I believe in it. So, I think my thing is. It, I do know the dynamic because the the one where I had the situation with the friend where he got a girlfriend and he stopped talking to us, I would say that that is like the most committed throuple I've ever been in because one was a, literally my best friend for forever. And then the other one was um, this guy that I'd known for like a really long time, but like we were starting to become really good friends and emotionally we were just like on like a really good elevated level. But the dynamics in that were kind of wonky because I was the glue of the relationship. I think balanced throuples are key. I was the glue of that relationship. The only reason we all three started talking is because I didn't want to have to split my time between the both of them because I love talking to both of them. So we all three decided to talk. But if they were ever in a call together, it would be very short-lived. Um, and he was also kind of mean to her, which makes sense, which it's just, uh, sorry, just, it's really upsetting to think about. Um, but yeah, I was like the glue. I was the one that individually was really close to both people. So those were wonky dynamics. We had fun when we were like all three together. It was really good energy, but I don't feel like you can be a good thruple if like you can't break off into any pair of people and it's like awkward chemistry. I think chemistry, it's okay to have different dynamics with each person and different chemistry, but I think it needs to be there with group chemistry and individual chemistry. I think that's really, really important. Um, I have kind of like a, a light, like a light vinaigrette, like a light salad dressing. 
Um, thr- We're tired. We are, <laughs> me and the listeners, we are tired. Okay, okay. Sort of sort of light, fluffy, I can't believe it's not butter, um, thruple <laughs> that formed during my most recent semester of college. And it was kind of just like, um, because I have Ooh. a friend, I have a, you will know when I start talking about it. I will, you will know. Got it. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> you guys, oh, don't mind us. We're just doing sign language. <laughs> Please. <laughs> um, so my one friend whom I adore so much, she is 100% the person I'm closest to as, at college. And she has just been one of the most amazing people during, no, the most amazing person during my year say here. Her I could not imagine getting through this year her without her. No, because I didn't even say the name of like my best friend forever. We're just, we're just, we're just going nameless. We're just going nameless, I guess. Um, but she knows who she is if she's listening. And I, hey girl, <laughs> hey. And I really, really adore her. So she and I, we were really close. And then we were in a show in first semester with this other girl, and we um, had hung out with her a lot in the class setting. So the three of us also ended up hanging out a lot together outside of class because the other girl also really enjoyed our company and we really enjoyed her company. And I feel like that was a balanced thruple. I feel like they could have done well on their own. You know, this close friend and I, we were obviously doing good on our own. Girl, <laughs> the way I would drop her off at her house that she lives in, because she's she's uh, at school on full ride, because she's amazing. Um, Man, she say lives- her address. You might as well. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Last four of the security. <laughs> And she lives at a scholar house. I'd literally be, oh dro- <laughs> I'd literally be dropping her off at the house. There's only like two scholar houses. <laughs> Not Please. the mean like, and there's only one woman in each of them. <laughs> um, and we would literally sit out there in the car for four hours talking. It was like it was insane. And we we drained my car battery once, which is a thing that Sadavion and I do. Sadavion and I've I never done are I known know for draining about. my car. Okay, okay. That is like our thing. We drain my car battery and then he has to give me a jump. <laughs> that is our thing. That's literally what happened the night of the astrology podcast. <laughs> was it that night? Yes, it was that night. We went Wait, to Wings. We done it twice with the podcast? Oh my, yeah, we have. What We've done it. A, I think, I don't remember, but it's. Was it parenting? Yes. Yes. It's all the car podcast because I just, I forget. Like sometimes it will be like cold and I'll like want to turn on the heat, but like I can't do that. Like I just got to leave my car. Like Venus, because Venus, she's finicky. I love her. <laughs> I love you, baby girl. Thanks for driving me around. But she's, <laughs> she's finicky. She's tired of you, just like me. And then our other friend, um, uh, I also feel like she and the other close, I already said this, but they have good chemistry. She and I have good chemistry. Um, there have been situations where we've hung out one off and it's done and it's been good. And we have also, that was the night we drained the car when it was the three of us in the car. So um, <laughs> I feel like we are, I feel like we're a good thruple. I'm not sure what that's going to look like next year because we won't all have a class together, which will suck. It's really, it's really going to stink. But that was a thruple <laughs> that I really enjoyed and I felt like it worked. All right. Back to Sedavia. <laughs> How do you feel about those? Um, I think thruples work, but you have to accept certain circumstances. I think the main one is that everyone can't always be equally close at the same time. <gasps> See, Sedavion's in a committed long-term throuple, so I feel like he has better experience than I do. And I was in one in high school as well. You were? I was. Eddie Chelsea Raven? 
<laughs> yeah, I'm Raven. Okay. <laughs> you know who's Chelsea, and you know who's Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say that? Like, <laughs> you know. Um, you have to accept the fact that I think this is my experience. You have to accept the fact that there will be times where two people are closer than they are with the other person. Okay. And that will change. Okay. Like, Helen and Silvio are, you know, we're the thruple. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of times where it's Helen and Silvio that are closer. There are a lot of times where it's me and Helen that are closer. There are a lot of times where it's Silvio and I that are closer. All the combination. And all that means is that we probably talk a little more often privately out of our group chat. We probably call a little more. Um, we probably engage in a little more texting. But I feel like that I like you have to be comfortable with that. I think there are a lot of people who wouldn't be, which mm-hmm. makes sense. Like, I feel like valuable. I'd be included, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. like not being sorry guys, I can't really I feel like oh I'm not gonna I don't yeah. Uh but I feel like that would be a little hard for me, those different fluctuating yeah. dynamics. Yeah, no, and I don't think it works for everybody. So I will say I think it it can work, it doesn't work for everybody. Thruples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Also, don't got to choose my words. Okay. Are you about to do call outs? No, I was going to. You can't. You can't hold your your regard for your friendship with those people individually to the same standard. That sounds crazy, probably. But it, I think it's very important to recognize that you, have, although you, there, I think there's like a bunch of different relationships going on. Mm-hmm. The main one is all three of you together. That's its own dynamic. I think you also have to separately acknowledge and contribute to your individual relationship with each person. Okay. I don't know if that made sense. But, yeah. And if you don't do so, I think that's when things can get wonky. Okay, so if we're not like maintaining individual and throuple. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mm-hmm. agree. I don't, I don't think I'd mind getting into a throuple in college, but there's also the complications that come with the throuple. But I feel like a thruple would make me feel supported. I feel like there's so many goods in them, but also like it, it has its own complexities, like with everything. Yeah, I agree. Do you feel like, would you recommend thruples well, in general? If it works for you. Okay. Like, no shade. I don't think a thruple friendship would be your best dynamic. Mm-hmm. Just knowing who you I are. I agree. Um, I think if it works for you, great. If it does not, still great. Um, don't force it. Oh my god. <laughs> Who's so, trying to force throuples? Some people be forcing throuples, for real, for real. In high school, there were a lot of times where we felt, where I felt like we were around each other because we feel like we had to. For example, when two of us would be closer. Mm-hmm. But this is very specific to the latter years and time of our relationship. Okay. There was two of us who became closer. And one of us has started to drift away. And the, the person I was closer with and myself, we started to try and put a lot of energy into retrieving 
that other person. Mm-hmm. And it, we just didn't allow the natural progression of the relationship go, which was that it's not happening. Okay. So don't force it. That's okay. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one last thing that I want to say is that I've realized the uh, the importance to me. I think through our friendship, I realized how much I value conversational chemistry because the article mentioned it. It was mm-hmm. talking about like how sometimes you'll hang out with people and you're like, oh, I thought we would buy, but we don't really have good conversational mm-hmm. chemistry. And I feel like that's a big thing for me because I have the like my friend group in college that I love being around. Like they literally say that they have, I will have like 18 tests in the morning and like, <laughs> like one quit, one class that's going to be a review, like three performances. And I'll be like, yeah, sure. I'll hang out till 5 a.m. Yeah, no, sure. No, 100%. No, sure. And I will do it because I love being around these people. Mm-hmm. But it's the group chemistry because I do know that individually I'm not sure how long I could hold a conversation with each person. Valid. And I feel like that's really a key element in my really close friendships. I feel like that could be one of the things that's possibly helping to deteriorate this other friendship. I don't think it's necessarily a hopeless case, but it does show a lot of signs on the list that like you're drifting away. So it is something that is like under construction, a relationship mm-hmm. under construction. But um excuse me. Yeah, I think especially you. okay, thank you. <laughs> I think especially just because of the way that my brain is, like I jump from subject to subject and I I get fascinated by a lot of I don't think everyone gets fascinated by the things I get fascinated by. I think I have a little kid brain sometimes. Um and I can't <laughs> not this look on your face. Um and I sometimes I just want someone who can like stay with me. Like I know I'm a lot conversationally, but sometimes I just want someone who can stay with me. And I think it's hard to find people cuz I think I'm a lot in a conversation. I really do. Yeah, you are. <laughs> so I think it's sometimes <laughs> hard to find people that can stay with me. Yeah. So it's something that I really value. And I think my closest friend at college, I think that's something that she possesses. I think she can like I think we're really good at each other with conversation because we can kind of just bam 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 and that's why we're literally like we need to go to bed it's three in the morning and by the way that's exactly what their conversations are they just say bam bam bam, (laughs) back and forth until 5 a.m exactly (laughs) so i think that might be another hard thing for me in finding friendships i'm starting to prioritize conversational chemistry but I think that I might not be the easiest person to have conversational chemistry with. Or, you know, I feel like I'm easy to talk to, but for you to, like, talk to me and keep up with me, I think that's the hard part when you get me on one. Because then it's like, ah, off, 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 <laughs> off. What did, I what did I do? I agree with you. That's very important. Yeah. yeah. Stop forcing friendships, weirdos. Tea. Oh, one last question. I know I said that would be the last thing. But one last question. Best friends. How do you feel about best friends? I used to like strongly believe that you could only have one because I'm like, why do all these people have a thousand best friends? Like the point of it is that they're your best friend. And I think it was you who challenged that for me because I was just like, this is just like a really deep connection that I feel like it's only appropriate to list at a best friend level. So then technically I would have two. (laughs) Yeah, I, yeah. I used to think that as well. Mm-hmm. I used to be like, how can you... Because the connections you have with people, especially when you're younger, you're like, nothing can beat this. Exactly. There's nothing in the world that Girl, can beat I remember me we my were best friends for all eternity. You know, and, <laughs> and now I know where they are. But... <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. Um, but 
when I started to build those connections, like I had the one, mm-hmm. and I got another, mm-hmm. then you, mm-hmm. then another in college, then another in college. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all of these connections, if none of the other ones existed, I would consider this the best friendship. That's how I established it. Like, if the other ones weren't there, I would still consider this the best friendship. Mm-hmm. So that's it. I think you can. I also think there are friends who are your soulmates, and those are my best friends. How many best friends do you consider yourself to have? Because ah! I would say how many best friends I thought you had, and I thought it was four. But are there five now? I think it's changed recently. Okay, so there's five now? Yes. Okay. I'd say there's five. Girl, you juggling. See, I couldn't juggle five. Cause she that's... could. She doesn't want to. No, I don't think I could. Because I feel like... I feel like that's, I don't feel like I could give enough of myself to each relationship and it would be really important that I could. Mm. Um, So I don't think I could juggle five. Mm. Yeah, I give myself all the time. I cut off toes and just hand them to my friends. Oh, no, really? No, yeah, I think I got a finger in my closet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what I do, yeah. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, All this friendship talk, this is, we we got some good stuff in here. I did. Um... You want to move into Beef of the Week, which for the third time in a row is Sedavion. <laughs> I was so confused for a second. I was like, huh? Um, do you want to move into it? You sounded, you said, do you want to move into <laughs> Yeah, let's do Beef of the Week. You want to say hit it? Hit it! <laughs> okay, the beef of the week. I was traveling this weekend. Wait, we have to do drum roll. I told you I was traveling this weekend and I got into a fight with some elders who were just really rude. They were flaunting their privilege. Um, and I had to gather them like a ponytail. Okay. <laughs> but you have to tell the story. How can I tell the story without being specific? A Cliff Notes version of the story. You do not have to be specific to tell this story. <laughs> Basically, these two elder men. <laughs> y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know. Y'all know. Y'all know. These two elder men, y'all know. Sorry. Okay. You have to put emphasis. They were <laughs> elder men. Um, they were... They were trying to board the plane with me. Like, they were standing next to me, but we weren't in the same boarding group. And I was annoyed, and they wouldn't move out of my way. Um, And so I had to step in front of them and be rude, because they were rude to me. And then later, you know, the plane landed. And someone was trying to get past them. They were standing up. Someone was trying to get past them to get to their mother. They weren't trying to get off the plane early. They were just trying to get to their mother, who was blind. And the men kept ignoring her. And it was just really rude. So I had to tell them to move. And at some point I had to physically move them. And that was that. And uh, the people on the plane. The pe- Would you like to say your movie line that you said? Okay, I'm rolling. I have a camera in front of your face right now. And. Wait, what did I say? I don't know. What was the line? What was the line that you said that the people started clapping? Should I say what I said? Yeah. If and white, action. If white people don't do nothing else, they're going to clap. <laughs> and after I gathered them, all these white people on the place. No, but clapping. what was the line they clapped at? <laughs> I can't say it. It's too much. Okay. <laughs> it's too much. 
I use some language. Okay. Use your imagination. You've heard me speak on this podcast. Use your imagination. Okay. I use some colorful language to gather them like a ponytail. Why is your camera so small? Like she's, <laughs> she's holding up a fake camera, but it's like two inches long. What is happening? Put it on your shoulder. Okay. I need the big camera. It killed me when he said they all clapped, though. No, literally. I was like... You know they love to clap after movies, after the plane land, after somebody gets gathered. You know, they love, they love to get clapped. And we love that for them. So those men are the beef of the week. And if you stumble upon this podcast. Come see me. I'll send you my address, my email. <laughs> Never mind. Move. Contact Marie Antoinette. Get out the way. Get contact out Marie the way. Antoinette. If you if you hear this, contact Marie Antoinette. She'll get a hold of me. Move. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> I love the background noise. Get song. out the way. It's like people go. Ah! They kind of ate that. They kind of <laughs> ate that song up. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us for our tenth episode. This is the tenth episode. This is our tenth episode. Work. <laughs> I didn't know that. Well. We can see who does what in this podcast. <laughs> yes, we sure can. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Not just the look of the face. Bye, everybody. Bye. Oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> I just want the last word.